The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSA Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSA Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. You know how at the end of every show we say something like, and this is fun, this was a good one today. Sure. Okay. When are we going to say, well, this sucked. This was a terrible episode. This is a complete waste of time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Today. Okay. At the end of this episode, we're going to make sure that everybody knows that this episode is terrible. And to just stop listening to us. Okay. It's terrible. Okay. And we're going to go home and award ourselves no points and rethink our entire careers. Yeah. Okay. As we watch Empire Strikes Back. Listen, we have some priorities. Yeah. Okay. So, that's uh, that's all I got. Well, this episode <laughs> sucked, so it was good seeing everybody. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Great. Oh, we actually have to do the episode? Oh, yes. All right. Our fine. producer is uh, waving us that we have to continue. So you're waving at us? Yes. Okay. All right. That, that's... Hi. Hi. <laughs> is that a queen wave? Hello. 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 Well, you, didn't, you didn't peak that time. Oh, thank God we live in these times. That's also what she said? Yeah. This pro- podcast is rated M for immature. And speaking of immature, welcome to How You Play the Game, the official podcast of the OSA Foundation Incorporated. Yours truly, Jack Furlong, with you as we talk to you about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned. This is the second episode of July. The year is 2021. Glad you can be with us. As always, you can check us out online. The address is osafoundation.org. You can contact the show via email with the address podcast at osafoundation.org. And we're also on social media, facebook.com slash osafoundation. And Twitter and Instagram are both at osafoundation. OSIP Foundation. I should be able to say this by now. OSIP Foundation? OSIP Foundation. Hashtag how you play the game. Across the way from me, as always, is the producer engineer who was just waving at me, Mr. Sean Ryan. Sean, hello. How are you? Baha. Ba-da-da-da-da. Is that what you were waiting for me to do? I guess. Right, now you that were just, you mentioned it. You just wanted to see what I was going to do? Yeah, I'm doing okay. All right. Good. Good. Well, we got a couple of things to look at today. Actually, you and I were, were talking about this last night, and then when I went home, I started looking up a couple of things, and I found a few other things that we can briefly... About mention. the thing? About the thing. That you know, the thing. thing. Did you get that thing I sent you? <laughs> Too bad. That thing? <laughs> now you're just crossing I'm, yeah, I'm cr- two different I'm shows. I'm crossing the streams. <laughs> I am the epitome of we know Ghostbusters. Anything about, yeah, I was going to say, if you know okay. anything about Ghostbusters, that's yeah. what you don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Unless, uh, Ray... When someone asks you if you are a god, you say yes. <laughs> uh, oh, so the one thing I wanted to throw at you. This is let's just start things off today with a complete kick to the face. Oh, all right, I love kicks to the face. I know you do. I've seen you play golf. Um, <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. Anymore. So, so we recently just had the um, twenty twenty one Major League Baseball draft. Yes. Okay. The first year player draft, et cetera. And, uh, you know, it was a kind of a big deal as, as, as they moved it to the beginning of All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were hosting it in, in Denver. And, uh, you know, they, they, do, they kind of were trying to compete with 
football and basketball with the with the you know, the excitement that people get from it, and mm-hmm. and, it, and we we all know what they're trying to do. Like, listen, you're just never going to be able to top those other sports with the draft because mm-hmm. the the minor leagues of baseball and the development that it takes to become a professional baseball player far outs uh, far exceeds what it takes in the other sports because especially in like football, you get drafted, you're you're in the NFL. Mm-hmm. There's there's no there's no minor leagues. Right. I mean, and and yes, I understand that basketball has you know the G League as they call it now, mm-hmm. but um, baseball you got a lot of minor leagues to get through. You know, so and the chances through of, which to get right to uh, that <laughs> um, to I've created a monster <laughs> and I'm loving every minute of it, Jerry. Um, and uh, and so they were trying to build up the you know the hype and whatnot. So I get what they're doing. Um, and they broadcast the first round live on MLB Network. Mm-hmm. They do the whole, you know, interviewing the the, the draft picks and this, that, the other. It's okay. Sure. Yeah, it's, yep. it's fine. Great. Okay. So um, the Yankees draft uh, a kid named uh, Trey Sweeney. He is a shortstop from Trey Sweeney or Trey Trey T R A T R E Y Sweeney Trey Sweeney. Okay. Uh, he's a shortstop from, I believe, Eastern Illinois uh, University. Okay, and uh, you know he's uh, hey, great. So fresh out of college, right, yeah. Not, not even I don't even know if he like he might be a junior. So he oh, might, okay. he might be just leaving you know yeah, college to go to the bigs. Um, okay, but um, so you know you 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 see the stories and you know and for me it's one of those things where it's tough to get involved in in the the excitement of this just because mm-hmm. it's like you know wait till they make it to the bigs then we'll talk you know kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, but you know, so I'm 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 just reading it and whatnot, and I'm also reading it, you know, just reading up about it because at the same time that that Yankee news broke on the same day, they suffered a horrific loss to the Astros, which is another topic we'll get mm-hmm. into today. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing things where people are bashing Trey Sweeney because. They once he was drafted, they started scrolling his Twitter timeline, and the cancel culture strikes again. And here's why. You ready? Um, okay. For two major reasons. Number one, he may not have been a Yankees fan. He may have actually been rooting for the Astros back in you know the the, the playoffs in the previous years before they were implicated as cheaters. Okay. So right off the bat... So he would have had to have been, what, in his teens? Yeah, exactly. So, Gee, so, a teenage boy who likes baseball and favors a particular team. Right. How dare he? Exactly. And then only to be drafted by the team that he was rooting against, you know, when, when he was making that... So something out of his control. Yep. His Got fault. It. Yep, totally. Uh-huh. And then, and here's the big one. Oh no. Uh he is a Trump supporter. There it is. So Twitter yep. is going off on him saying, get this MAGA guy off our team. Yep. And uh it's just kinda like, you know there what? There it is. Yeah. Just you, people need to need to stop. Because a person's political views uh usually do not correlate to their ability to play baseball. Here's the thing. 
And correct me if I'm wrong. But you usually are because you're a man like Trump me. Trump is no longer president. So At the time that we are recording this, that is correct. So why are we making... Whatever your opinions are, why... This is sports. Yeah. Why are we making this a thing still? Like it, it can can you just let let the kid play? Yeah. And you know, take it with a take it with take it with a grain of salt. It's not like it's not like Trey Sweeney stormed the Capitol on January sixth, unless I'm missing something. Well, we all could be missing something, but I'd like to believe he wasn't. We don't have any reason I mean, to believe so. You know, like it's not like the dude killed a man, right? Okay, as far as we are aware, and yeah. if he did, well, then we'll retract that on a later right. episode. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is that people are so quick to judge one another yeah. based on their political opinions, and you know. I'm not a I like again you know if you you know this and our fans probably know this I don't support Trump uh, I don't I don't necessarily like him but that doesn't make me automatically put someone into a camp the, of the complete antithesis of me if I if they think otherwise and you know it, yeah. it, I mean it's there's every single individual is different right everyone just because you support one thing doesn't mean you're against another thing automatically right right it, you, it's not an either or exactly and we don't you know i guess now would be a good time to tell you that yes i am a trump supporter and i hate you oh okay okay great good well, all right i'm glad well, we're on that well this episode sucked okay? <laughs> no, no we didn't get there yet no, sorry no, something no. we're talking about <laughs> But you're right. You know, you're absolutely right because you and you and I have talked about this many times. I think one of the things that makes uh, our uh, relationship great, as in you know, in our in our friendship and in our business ventures, in both music and mm-hmm. OSIP and just golf and whatever, is that we are opposites, mm-hmm. but we respect each other uh, to the point where we look to have constructive dialogue where we meet in the middle, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff where I think we really have found that. And I wouldn't say it's a it's a, it's a complete overlap. There's mm-hmm. there's still some stuff where we don't agree, right. but but there are there are a lot of things where we do, which mm-hmm. is very, very ironic, you mm-hmm. know, because the way that the media and society, uh, you know, paints us, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be mortal enemies. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. When... So Trey Sweeney had mentioned he was a Trump supporter. Right? Well, here's here's how they figured it out. You ready? He retweeted a tweet from Donald Trump Jr. on the third anniversary of being of his father being elected president. So he, during his ter- during right. during his presidency, exactly. Okay. And so and and the same thing with the Astro thing. None of these came out because it was a direct quote. It was a retweet and or a like. So, can we just? I know that we're. Not, I know we should try to steer clear from politics, but can I just? Let's just, just look at this for just a second. Okay. So during during, you know, when Trump was running for president. And so this is pre twenty sixteen. Pre twenty sixteen, but he was like really the front runner, like you know, right before there were no, really there were no other options really. 
Like it was like in terms of the Republican Party. Well, you know what? I, if, if memory serves me correctly, I think what was so shocking about it was that nobody, even in the Republican Party, thought that even they thought he, he was going to he would last. Right. So you know, point, I mean, I thought I honestly thought so, someone like a like a Chris Christie had a better shot so at the time. The, the thing, the point I'm making is that everything is relative. Yeah. Okay. So. Are you a Trump supporter because there's no one left to represent the Republican Party besides Trump? Or are you a Trump supporter in that you are a supporter of him, the individual? Right. Okay, so that's so we don't know that no. with Trey Sweeney. Maybe he's just a Republican. Right. Which is kind of I, what, I mean, more, what I, I am more of, you right. know? And it's, it's the. It's, and, but you're more, you're not like, you see, you're, I'd like to believe mm -hmm. that you've got a level head on your shoulders. Well, that depends on what the gravity or is who doing. Says, or who says, yeah. yeah. But, but <laughs> if it's your girlfriend, probably not. No. But, you know. No. Most, most females would tell me this show no. sucks. Right. Okay. But what I'm saying is that. Both extremes are not great. Right. Okay. Whether you're extreme right or extreme left. The idea is that you you look at everything with relativity. Mm -hmm. You look at everything, you know, you try to have sort of, I don't want to say ambivalent because that's not really the correct word. Well, ambivalence, I'm going to stop you for a second because ambivalence is something we talked about on the show before. With Gina Carano? No, with... Um Shoot, was it uh, Jamie Madigan? Oh, okay. Okay, the idea that we think ambivalence means we just don't care. But the real definition of ambivalence is to say, I do care, but I understand that there is a cognitive dissonance here and I'm still making a determination. Okay, so... And that's what, that's what we have to accept in right. politics. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's, that's sort of the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. I was looking more of a... I was looking for a more, I guess, centric, centric point of view. Okay. More, I, I mean, moderate. Moderate. Yeah. You know, maybe that's reasonable. Reasonable. You know, sensible. Compromising. Right. You know. I mean, we're both willing to compromise, and we're both. I'd like to think level-headed in that we can look at a situation and look at what the facts are. Right. And try to, you know, extrapolate what we can. Um, but just because you're a Trump supporter doesn't mean that you're necessarily an extremist. Right. Because Trump may have been the only option you had. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it, you, you, that's something else. That's my, that was my whole point. Yeah. Okay. Um, with, with all of this. And, and, and on top of that, to kind of double down on the other side, I think the 2020 election was a, as an example of that happening on both sides. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I think, I think, you know, there are a lot of people on, on, on the democratic side who mm -hmm. is just like, I, I don't want Joe Biden, but he's the nominee. You know, there you're right there. Yeah, exactly. Right here. Uh -huh. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not much of an option. That, it goes back to the, um, you know, the the South Park episode about elections, where it's between a giant douche and a turd sandwich. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. and it's it's the God's honest truth to a right. certain degree. Yeah. Depending again, depending upon the context, depending upon everything is relative. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So don't be quick to judge someone based on who they support because sometimes they don't have a choice. Yeah. You or know. or maybe they have a way of explaining it 
that makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, I, I tell people all the time that, you know, when they ask, I say, you know, yes, I'm a Republican and yes, I'm a I'm a Trump supporter from that standpoint. And I say there are there are X number of things that I do not support that that you know, kind of fall under the heading of, of mm -hmm. Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. But there are Y number of things that I do. Right. You know, and, and just because I, you know, you can't make me say, oh, if I, if it's, it's kind of like science, like Western medicine in a sense. Mm -hmm. If it's not true, it must be false. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, that's not really no. how this works. Have you ever seen yeah. Mythbusters? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's plausible. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, you distracted yeah, I, by flashing pictures? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were. Um, no, it just, it just, it, to me, like, I think, you know, we've, we're dealing, when dealing in absolutes, like a Sith, yeah. um, you know, only bad things can happen. Yeah. You're not much better than the other side. Right. You know, so it's, that's why it's important to stay focused. It's important to be educated, but, you know, know when, know, sometimes knowing when not to say something is just as important. Right. And that may be a reason why people choose to stay silent. Exactly. Maybe because they're learning. I don't know. Yeah. And do, I mean, <laughs> do, we, do we really have to go to these extremes of saying, you know, if you, you know, you, you could be the best at your job and I could totally need you, but if you don't support the same candidate I do, I can't utilize your services. Like that's, right. that, that's a very... There's little to do with the job. Exactly. Right? Uh, that's like me saying, you know, I can't go see this doctor because this doctor doesn't believe what I believe. Mm -hmm. Well, if this doctor is the best in his or her field, right, and you know, you're gonna you're gonna pass up a cure mm -hmm. for you know for principle, so to yeah. speak, you know. Yep. Um, Which sort of brings us back to Trey Sweeney, yeah. because. Are you going to deny him a job? Are you going to tell him based you on can't his political views? You're going to tell me you're not a real Yankee. You can't wear the pinstripes because of your political views. That's that's terrible. That's pretty. That makes you kind of just as bad as yeah. You know the other extremes. The other extremes. and that's that's poor sportsmanship. And it adds up. Yep. Um, we'll circle back to this. The other thing we wanted to look at before we get we go back to Yankees Astros mm -hmm. is. Um, the unfortunate injury of uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., who did, that was yeah. The, did you see like they zoomed in? On yeah, it's not his, good. It was it was not. Oh good. my god! The dude uh, suffered a complete tear of his ACL in his, his knee, right in his, I think right, his knee, right knee. Yeah, uh, jumping for a ball uh, down in Miami. He just landed on it funny, yep. and it, you could yeah, see it. it. Was, yeah, you could. Yeah, I can't watch it. See it. Yeah. Bending so inward. so anyway. It was it was Jazz Chisholm who was um, who, who was the hitter for the Marlins, and he ended up with an inside the park home run because obviously uh, Acuna was on the ground crying in pain, and no one else could get to exactly. It time. By the time anyone else could get there, he had already circled the bases. You know, Acuna's carted off the field. His season's done. He's going to have surgery, and it's going to take possibly eight, next. I mean, maybe next season. It's going to it's going to take eight to ten months to rehab this. Okay, so we're in July right now. He might be ready by the start of next season. Might be. 
Yeah. If you you know, I I would he should you know be. how much is do you don't do you know how much his contract was? Well, he by any chance he's a, he's more of a rookie. He's a younger player. Okay, um, I believe. If, if I, I, I can't, was it him or Albies? I can't remember. Signed a very team friendly contract mm-hmm. and bought out a lot of his team control and arbitration years. So, was he part of a group of people he, that was? He, he was one of a few of the, the superstars coming up through the Braves uh, system okay. that were supposed to you know, be the next faces of the franchise, so to speak. Oh, okay. So, um, that's, so, so from that's, the, from that's the, a big matzo ball. From the standpoint of. Uh, contract and work and all that stuff. He's okay. Yeah, it's you know the the reason we're bringing it up is because there was a story where the Marlins Twitter feed put up a video of Jazz Chisholm's inside the park home run with the caption, "Hey, you want to see Jazz hit an inside the park home run?" And it includes clips mm-hmm. of Acuna laying there in pain. Right, like like totally classless. Yeah, from that standpoint, uh, it has since been deleted with and whatnot. But if you search for it, you can see mm-hmm. some, you know, some some research. I mean, the on fact it. that they deleted it kind of shows exactly. That it's it's one of those. It was things, in poor taste yeah, to begin it, with. You, you want to what you want to know is what was going through the mind. Of the person who posted it in the first place. PR guy or whatever yeah. the marketing And granted, guy was. the other thing I should say too, as, a, as background, Major League Baseball, as a result of the losses that they suffered financially from the pandemic, laid off all of their uh, social media people, basically. Mm. So, th- so I think they had hired at least one person per team to basically run the team's like Twitter account. You know, for all intents and purposes. Okay. Okay. Um, and and they would do you know what I, I and I, I don't know the exact technical wording, their job descriptions and whatnot. But it for social media it was manager a, it, exactly. Like they that. had they had at least one person, maybe more, who were in charge of social media, right? Communication and interaction with fans on that standpoint, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Okay. Um, and they all got laid off mm. uh, through no fault of their own. Okay. Now. The teams themselves might have internally then hired people. I don't know. It's it's, it's up to them. That's plausible. Exactly. I mean, um, considering but, everything going on, right? Uh, you know, but but it's 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 clear that the, um, the 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 social media accounts do not have the same, shall we say, flair, mm-hmm. the same activity, this you know, whatnot, because those people have been laid off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it's someone who's already working in PR for the team who's been assigned the role. Like you got to. So gotta, they moved laterally. Yeah, you got you got to assume yeah. these responsibilities because we had to lay off Johnson over here. You know, mm-hmm. um, they consolidated exactly. So so I mean, there's there's clearly, um, you know, like nothing inherently wrong or evil going on to set the stage. Mm-hmm. But then you have to ask why did whoever post this think that this was an appropriate thing to I post. I mean, we're on the week of the we're we're in the week of the All-Star break. Right. So you're we're halfway through the season. Right. Through a regular length season, they should know by now what's what's whoever, cool and what's not. Right. Cool. Whoever yeah. whoever whomever, mm-hmm. sorry, whomever posted this or or okayed the post would I mean, was there anything 
Let me ask you this. Was I mean, I don't know how far back you looked in their Twitter feed. Is there anything else they posted? No, well, no. That was like, out like, of character. Well, or not out of character, but, but inappropriate, inappropriate, shall we say, for lack of a better term. Well, I went through to see, you know, before this, after, you know, just a general uh, scanning of mm-hmm. it. And it was, it was clean and bland at that point. See, that's know? the thing. Like, we're now you people on the outside might think, well, we're scrolling Twitter feeds. We're trying yeah. to cancel. No, we're not. We're not trying to cancel anyone. We're trying to at, we're trying to make people aware of a particular action that was taken by the Marlins uh, to to post this home run at the expense of Acuna mm-hmm. and and you know. It could have been just an honest mistake and a, and a poor, been. just poor judgment. It could have been, but they're not. They're not without redemption, right? It could have been a, a, a young kid in in his early twenties mm-hmm. who just didn't think it through, right? You know, and someone it happens. Had, someone had to say, "Take that down." Yeah, you know, it happens. Um, it's you know, and and we look at the whole thing in general, and we you know we we expose it for what it is mm-hmm. because it is an act of poor sportsmanship, right? But part of sportsmanship is looking to, you know, seek forgiveness and whatnot, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and the you know the Marlins, like a lot of other teams, have been so uh, verbal and 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 you know talkative about so many other subjects in the social landscape that. I guess what surprises me, and again, unless this is out there and I'm unaware of it, I didn't even see a response. Like the Mar- like you would have thought that the Marlins would have like released a statement saying we are aware that something mm. was posted. Uh, we have taken steps to uh, eradicate that or amend it. How long was it up? Uh- uh, I don't know to be honest with you. I was watching. I was watching the Mets game on. Because this just happened the other day, this happened, right? This happened on Saturday. Yeah. I was watching the Mets game on Saturday afternoon, and uh, you know, I, I put it on the MLB app uh, because although I get their TV stations, I want to listen to Howie Rose, who's the radio voice of the mm-hmm. Mets, because I think he's pretty neat. Um, so I listened to him while watching the television broadcast. <laughs> Hey, I do the same thing with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I want to hear John Sterling, okay? Right. The last thing I want to hear is Paul O'Neill. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if Paul O'Neill's listening to this, I hope he gives me a phone call. Um, <laughs> he's not listening to this. So uh, it was on the radio broadcast that it was brought to his attention that that, mm-hmm. was, that had happened, and he said, well, that's pretty weak, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, very honestly, like, why would you do that? Right. You know? Very classless, out of, you know, bad taste, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, I mean, so then I I went on later and was kind of just like researching, and but but you know by the time you're researching it, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe no one really had a had time to. I mean that well, I don't know. People are pretty quick. Yeah, people are pretty quick to. Well, uh, it exposes an inconsistency as well. We're, we're the 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 Twitter world. The Twitter world is is quick to come down on Trey Sweeney. As a as a Republican, mm-hmm. and won't let that go. But once the 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 Marlins Twitter faux pas is deleted, hardly anybody cares, right? You know, like pick a side. 
Yep. So, so I just we we obviously wish Acuna the best. We want him to get better and a speedy recovery. And, of course, you know, get back because we we need you in in baseball for I the mean, excitement. When, you know, like it was heartbreaking. Oh, but okay, oh, because you know half of that was the tremendous amount of pain he was in. Yeah. And the other half was, is my career over? Yeah. Like in his mind, it, so many things must have been going through his mind. Oh God, that was that was that was just horrific to watch. Yeah. Um. So so, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it's just a shame that these types of things happen. But as you said, also we 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 are about forgiveness and redemption and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I guess I guess the only like I said, the only thing I, I take from it, in addition to exposing it for what it is, is also saying, um. I'm just I'm a little shocked that the Marlins didn't say anything. Hmm. You know, just kind of swept it under the rug. You know, they're they're quick to condemn, you know, other social issues. Right. You know, but they make a mistake themselves like that and they won't say it. It doesn't take much too. Just, yeah, just say, literally all you have to say is We apologize for the poor taste of exactly. the video. We, we are posted. aware of what happened, we apologize for it, we've taken steps to amend it. Done. Yep. Doesn't need the kid if it's a kid doesn't need to even be fired. Right. Just literally pull him aside and say Yo, Rick, don't do that again. That's it. Yep. It's not that difficult. Yeah. So, so we'll we'll circle back now mm-hmm. to the Astros and the Yankees. Okay. All right. So this past weekend we had the Yankees and Astros play a three game series in Houston, and it's the first time since 2019 that the Yankees were in Houston, mm. and we and and the Yankees and the Astros played a series earlier this year in Yankee Stadium, and you know, we we all expected there to be some fallout because, as I was saying to right. Caitlin the other day, I said, um, if any team is the victim, like the biggest victim of the Astros cheating scandal, mm-hmm. it is the Yankees, because in 2017, and we'll focus just right now on 2017. There's an argument to be made later about 2019, but in 2017, mm-hmm. when we know without a doubt that there was something going on. Um, in the ALCS, the Astros won the four home games and they lost the three road games. Okay? So, no matter how we slice it, the Yankees needed to win one game in Houston where the Astros were cheating and they would have gone to the World Series. Could have even saved Joe Girardi's job. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So I always say, if there's any team who's going to be upset about this, it's the Yankees. When the when the Astros came to Yankee Stadium, the fans let the Astros have it, especially Altuve. Like like mm-hmm. it was it was you know, and and I was saying this yesterday as well. It's not that I condone the behavior of the Yankees and the Yankee fans for expressing their displeasure. And their, for lack of a better term, hatred towards the Astros. I understand it through empathy. Because if you've been cheated like that, if you had something taken away unfairly as a result of that, you're going to feel terrible. And anger and frustration are these raw emotions that will come out, especially in a, a field that involves testosterone. It, such as athletics, you know, especially men's athletics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I, I certain not that I would ever be someone. I'd like to believe I would never be someone if I were either on the Yankees or at Yankee Stadium to 
uh, express my severe displeasure with the Astros outside of me talking about it as a fan on the show here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand why fans are upset. I understand why the Yankees are upset. All right? Now, Yankees go into Houston this weekend, and they win the first two games. They held the Astros to no runs over the first two games, including Garrett Cole recovering from some illness, throwing a complete game shutout of 129 pitches on Saturday night Hmm. to win one nothing over the Astros. Okay? Arguably the greatest win of the year. Hmm. Okay? On Sunday, the Yankees are up 7-2 going into the bottom of the ninth. They need three outs. They blow the game. They lose 8-7. All right? Now, granted, Yankee fans and everybody, we're all upset about that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we're, we're look, it's funny. We're looking at it like, okay, yeah, you just went 4-2 and two on a road trip. That's pretty good. Yeah, but you kind of should have gone 5-1. and one. You know, yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't be blowing a five run lead like that to Houston, right? Um, but then again, they probably should have swept the Astros as well in Yankee Stadium, and they blew that game too. Mm-hmm. The Yankees have had a lot of chances to sweep series, and they failed miserably. But during the series, there was a lot of back and forth between the teams of kind of poor sportsmanship. Okay, and it stems from 2019. So in 2019, the Astros were accused of still cheating. They don't get the benefit of the doubt because of the cheating that they did do. Okay, in 2019, the Astros were still or still thought to be cheating, even though the the investigation said it was only in 2017 and part of 2018. But a lot of people still think it was in 2019 as well. And we think back to Game Six of the ALCS where Chapman gives up the walk-off home run to Altuve that sends them to the World Series. And as Altuve's coming home, he's draping himself, telling his team that's about to mob him, don't pull off my jersey. And everyone's thinking... Oh, I think I saw something about that. Yeah, because they think he's wearing like a buzzer or something that's going to tell him what pitch is coming. Now... He and other Astros and everyone have been grilled about this repeatedly. And this was in 2019? This was in 2019. They've been grilled about this repeatedly. They denied it. They've, they, they've basically admitted to all the other stuff, but not this. And when he was like pressed about it, he said, well, I had just gotten a tattoo and I was embarrassed about it and this, that, the other, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't he wear an undershirt? He was. Uh, I guess he wasn't. But whatever. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, so... Fast forward to this weekend on Saturday night in the one nothing victory, Aaron Judge hits a solo home run for the only run for the Yankees. And as he's rounding third, and he, does, he, take, he takes the jersey and he does this mm-hmm. to, to kind of mock, mock yeah. Altuve. And Altuve and Judge were somewhat friendly yeah. before all this. Mm-hmm. And now they're clearly not. Now the teams really don't like each other. So... What what I mean? Well, was he doing that sort of as like a like I don't want to say playful, but was he? <laughs> well, you know, we think about you know we've talked about trash talking before mm-hmm. and whatnot, and you could certainly make the argument that this was just moderate trash talking mm-hmm. between the teams that should be self regulated. Can I give a good example, please? 
So I can't remember what year this was, but Tiger Woods and Kevin Na were playing together. Uh, oh gosh, what event was it? It may have been an exhibition, and Kevin Na had a. Uh, this is PGA. Had, uh, had a uh, habit of putting and then like quickly going towards the ball as it was going in the hole and picking it up and Tiger did the same thing and you would never have seen him do that years before he's always Tiger Woods is always like business first yeah. all the time right but he did the same thing he putted and he 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 quickly went for the ball as it was going in the hole, and he laughed about it. They both laughed about it, yeah. Because I was like, sort of a play, playful mocking, right? I don't know if if Aaron Judge's intent was to playfully mock Altuve, or if it was like meant to be like. Well, I think a, that. A stick in the side. The reason I think that more people would think it's a stick in the side is because Judge was robbed that year of a chance to go to the World Series and the oh. MVP. A lot of people believe that Judge should have won the MVP in 2017, and it was Altuve who won the MVP. Okay. So there's a lot. There's a lot of baggage there, hmm. you know. So when Judge is doing that. It's coming off as poor sportsmanship. We think it could be like playful trash talking, but there's there's a backstory to it. There's context. Exactly. Okay. So as a result of that, you know, on one hand you're thinking, take the high road, Aaron. Don't do that. On the other road, I'm thinking or on the other side, I'm thinking, I get it. I get it. I don't know if that's something I would do, but I get it. You're you're upset. You're still upset. Years mm -hmm. later. You 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 guys are upset, but and I, you got the home run. Yeah, well, you know that's a victory in and of itself. Yeah, but it's not again context. Yeah, you, I can't go back and get that MVP award. I can't go back right. and get that American League pennant and chance to go to the World Series. But, you know, you know, winning winning is the best. And at the know. time, they didn't know they were going to win that game. They were only leading one nothing. Right. You know, so. Then uh, Dusty Baker does an interview Sunday morning, manager of the Astros, mm -hmm. and says Aaron shouldn't have done that. Yeah, he's my boy, but he knows better than to do that. So, Martin Maldonado, Martin Maldonado, uh, the catcher for the Astros, hits a home run on Sunday. And as he's rounding third base, he takes his jersey and literally pulls it down like to his nipple to show that there was there's no, no buzzer. <laughs> Then Gary this is Sanchez, like a curb your enthusiasm yeah. episode. Then, so then, so now they're right. all doing it. Well then, <laughs> well then Gary Sanchez and Tim LoCastro each hit home runs. Mm -hmm. LoCastro was not on the team; he didn't do anything. But Sanchez then did the the button up thing, mm -hmm. and Rugnet Odor, who we all know as the instigator and a half, mm -hmm. following that punch that he laid on Jose Bautista a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. he's coming up with this thing where he takes a big heavy coat like a Yankees warm-up jack that's really heavy mm -hmm. and every time someone comes into the dugout he drapes it around the kid who hit the home the guy who hit the home run because clearly they're, when they're doing this with the jersey it's cold in here oh my it's god it's Houston it's not cold oh in Houston god okay and then could this be now can I just say something all right could this be something that sort of and I hope this is the way it goes which just devolves into like just 
making fun of each other in a friendly way. We can only hope. Because this is becoming kind of funny. And I'm, then, I'm, I'm, I, you know. And then, <laughs> at the end of the game, Jose Altuve hits a walk-off home run. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he gets the home plate. What do they do? They rip his whole shirt off, and expose they... everything. <laughs> and But here's the thing. Now, Yankee fans are looking at it going... You said you didn't want them to rip the shirt off because you had a tattoo on there. Where's the tattoo? Oh. You don't have. Was he bare chested? He was completely bare chested. Oh. Where, where, you know? So you're still a liar. Mm. You know that's what they're saying. It was, it was so ridiculous. And then here, here's the the epilogue. Maybe he got too. it removed in that couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the epilogue too. The Astros had four people named to the All-Star game. All four have opted out and said, we don't want to go. And I'm thinking to myself, that's mighty convenient that you're all going to claim I don't want to go so that you don't get to go to Denver and be booed for cheating. Right. The Astros will not have a representative at the game, even as an inactive player. No one on the home no. run derby. No one in the game. No act. In Not a- even an inactive player named to the team who's just going to enjoy it will be there wearing an Astros jersey. Huh. So, but see now that makes you kind of think. Exactly. Right. Oh, jeez. It's it's the whole thing. When we take a step back and we look at this, the way I look at it is the following. On one hand, no, I don't condone what the Yankees were doing by mocking it, but I understand it now. What I will say is this. If you're going to mock it, you better win that game. Right. And you didn't. Yeah. You spit the bit. Okay? Yeah. And you you, you had a chance to sweep the entire season series you from the Astros. You can dish it, but you can't take right. it. Right. If you had gone 6-0 and against the Astros this year, it's a totally different story than going 4-2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you won both series, but you could have won. The- it's, not like, it's not like you got blown out in the first game and then you came back to win the other two. Mm-hmm. You won games one and two of a three-game series twice, and you were on your way to winning game three both times, and you blew it in both games. So, Yankees, if you're going to do this stuff because of your emotions, and I understand that, you better talk the talk and walk the walk. Mm. Otherwise, shut up. Mm. And I'm a Yankee fan. Mm. Okay? And on the other side, Houston, guess what? You got to shut up too. Mm-hmm. You're not going to the All Star game because you're afraid of getting booed, and you guys got caught cheating. You don't you if you get caught like, cheating like that, you don't even I, like we'll even give if someone you the else. Shovel now you can make the exactly. Hole deeper. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? If I'm if I'm Jose Altuve, if I'm someone on the Astros, and I see the the Yankees mocking us like that, knowing that I am on the team that got caught cheating in the, the probably the biggest major league baseball scandal since the steroid era you got to take it i'm sorry yeah you know and i'm again i'm not the one i'm not condoning what the yankees did right i you, everyone should just shut up and play baseball yeah and take the high road but you don't the the astros don't get a benefit of the doubt yeah. so so it's just it's it's a mess it's a complete mess yeah. So yeah, and and the oh, and here's another thing too. Not only do the Astros not want to go to the the All Star game in order to uh, get booed by the fans, 
those four guys have to go in and share a clubhouse with everyone else in the American League team that they cheated. So they don't want to go into the. They're going to go into a clubhouse. Mm-hmm. They're going to be on a on a team with thirty some other guys oh, yeah, yeah. who are all going to be looking at them like, "Screw you!" Right? Okay. Yeah. This is. I mean. That, I mean, at some point though, this has to blow over, right? Well, the way I look at it, I think they said there were five guys still on the Astros who were on those teams. Mm-hmm. So. What's it going to take for them to leave? It's basically, it's basically I, like, I, I hope I'm wrong about this, but I think that it's going to take anyone who was associated with the Astros, and I'll say from 2019 back, has to be retired. They can't, like, I don't even know if they can be in, they might be able to get away being on another team. Might. Yeah. George Springer left them and went to the Blue Jays. Mm. Okay. But Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman, for example, they're they're never living this down. So, I mean those cat those cats are going to have to retire before I think before I think that people are going to start liking the Astros again. Yeah, you know, like that or, or respecting them at least. Yeah. So that's uh, it's certainly a sticky situation. I see what you did there. <laughs> Which is which has been overused by media outlets I know, everywhere. I know. <laughs> um, well, uh, this episode was terrible. Absolutely, yeah. I had no fun at all. No, me neither. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say that because I talked. We promised. We, we promised that we, we would say, say that. We terrible. would say that this episode was terrible. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, remember last episode when I said the first person to email me get something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I said go take a nap. Mm-hmm. It was Caitlin who emailed me. Oh. So I told her some restrictions apply. See store for details. <laughs> well, that's the end of this. So yep. I think we uh, I think we uh, hit a hard show break there. And, yeah. Uh, so, but uh, anyway, enjoy uh, enjoy what's uh, still there. Summer, everybody. Sean, thank you as always. Of course. And uh, we'll talk to everyone. Uh, in just a couple of weeks. And uh, as always, remember, you've got osafoundation.org. Email is podcast at osafoundation.org. Facebook.com slash osafoundation. Twitter and Instagram at osafoundation. Hashtag how you play the game. And of course, treat each other with respect. How You Play the Game is a production of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated. The producer engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osipfoundation.org.